crack. <laughs> it's a good simulated crack. Good evening, gentlemen. What are we? Uh, what are we drinking tonight? So I've got, um, and that's why I said crack instead of actually cracking. I've got a Stella Artois, which doesn't come in many cans. It does, but it's a, it's a bottle, so I can't crack it. So Stella Artois tonight. It's a good choice. I went, uh, I went back to the basics, uh, as I would say. I went with the, just the classic Coors Light. Nothing wrong with a good Coors Light. In fact, that is uh, that's ro- yeah. one of our one of our flagships. I would say it's a great. For sure. Great go-to. Ed, how about you? What are you, sure. uh, what are you sipping on this evening? Juice. Juice. Like, you like said it real. And, like gin and juice or just? <laughs> um, dandelion juice, actually. Dandelion juice? Dandelion. Are you kidding me or are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm uh, no beer tonight. I'm drinking uh, cold-pressed dandelion, watermelon, and spinach juice tonight. Wow. Mm. Do you have like a colonoscopy coming up or what's the reason behind the juice? Uh, you can ask my wife. I mean, we're just drinking a bunch of beer and eating a bunch of cheeseburgers and decided it was time for a bit of a break. It's a health choice. That is a, a health choice that I uh, am not willing to make my own myself, so I commend you for that choice. Good <laughs> you for know, you guys. It's not bad. I, I don't really get the, the dandelion flavor coming through, but like the watermelon and the spinach, not bad. What is, what is, it, it just like tastes like spinach and I don't even know what that tastes like. No, it, it tastes like sweet watermelon juice with like a hint of something green, some apple, hmm. some lemon. It's not bad. How long are you doing it for? I'm day two of five right now. And you haven't had anything but juice? Nothing but juice. Water? And water, yeah. I've been trying to do like one glass of water with each juice. There's six juices a day. You gotta like choke down the juice with the water, like a sip of juice, a sip of water. Exactly. What has been the the best and the worst juice so far? <laughs> uh, the worst one was I'm like fascinated by this. the worst one was like carrot and turmeric juice. Um, the best one was like a coconut pineapple apple juice. Ooh, that that does coconut sound good. That does tasty. sound like something I would yep. drink for enjoyment. Like once a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pina colada or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, can you throw some rum in there with this, these juices or what's the, <laughs> I do they say no, none of that? No, no alcohol allowed for the next uh, four days. I'm already thinking about what the first beer I'm going to drink. Come, mm, come what's, Sunday. The what's it going to be right now? It's a good question. I think I might break the fast with a Michelob Ultra and then probably switch mm. to an IPA after. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. Kind of ease your way back into things. Yeah. You know? I get that. I don't so, want to uh, get too. I don't want to get too gruesome. I got one more question for the juice guy. Yeah, oh the, the poop. Oh no! It is, <laughs> yeah, just straight up all day long diarrhea. It's horrible. It is yeah. really. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah. Yikes indeed. Yikes! That's a tough way to I've, go. I've, I mean, I've heard that goes away after like day two, though. So hopefully tomorrow's a uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. You're yeah done with that section of it. Yeah. And this Only, is, are you are you working from home? I have been this whole week, but I'm going back into the office tomorrow. Yeah, so hopefully the uh, that whole process stops because that's I mean that's bad enough, but at least you're at home, the comfort of your own home and your own throne. But uh, I can imagine it's a little less bet- good for most people. You know, out at the office, I'm, I don't know what kind of bathroom setup you got at the office, but uh, yeah, the work be. runs are no fun. Yeah, trust you know, me, we've all you, been there. Have you done any work 
from the throne while this has been going on? Any like Zoom calls you've been on, telephone calls, anything? <laughs> is there? <laughs> not, not yet. I might uh, tomorrow. We'll see what happens. But uh, first two days, not yet. Very good. Hmm. Very good. Make sure to hit good that mute button <laughs> if you ever get in that situation. <laughs> Yeah. I've done that with class before. I mean, not like in that dire kind of a sense, but I'll be in the middle of a three-hour class and I'm like, listen, I'm just, it's it's go time. And I'll bring the laptop in, but cut the video, cut the audio. and. Oh, I thought you meant you straight up would just, no shame. <laughs> <laughs> no power move. <laughs> you know what? I got a semester left. I might move into that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That would be a power wow. move. Um, uh, so not that this isn't like the most invigorating conversation of all time, but, uh, what else is on your mind? What else is on your mind, gentlemen? What do we what do we what do we want to talk about tonight? Depp, you got those We're random topics? At... I feel like you got yeah, those random all right, topics all right. on lock. Alright, so I've been doing a lot of thinking recently. Typically dangerous, I know. So I've been thinking a lot about um the biggest meme ever. And do you guys know what the biggest meme ever is? Not off the top of my head. Do you ha do you know? Yes. Ed, get, any is it uh, like like the girl with like a? It's just like she has like that really disgusted look on her face. That's all I can think of. Like that like really young girl with the... no no. It's recent and it's still the biggest. Is it Bernie Sanders? The Bernie I was Sanders. Say, is it Bernie Sanders? Because that's the it's re- Bernie Sanders. No that's way. The biggest meme. The biggest mean, meme. I've, okay, so, define define biggest for us. It's defined by me, and it's just the one that's the biggest. Anyway, okay. well, that, so, that's not so, what I thought of as biggest. I was okay. thinking most used since the invention of memes. <laughs> like, is there okay, a, right, any right. data to back this up, or is just your done? Zero data. Your <laughs> Zero data. Zero so data. I, when I said, like, "Do you know the answer?" You were like, "Yeah, I freaking know the answer." It's in my own head because I created yeah, this madness. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, no, I've been thinking a lot about it though, and clearly the meme is everywhere, right? Can we all agree? Like, everybody mm-hmm. knows about it. Our parents and know, it's, like, and it's being used by. It don't matter, like, if you're a hardcore Republican, you're, you're you're using this meme. Like, they're not scared. We're not scared of it. Like, let's go. Everybody. Everybody's using the meme. So what I was thinking is, what are they trying to distract us from by using this meme a lot? Uh, someone get... Something someone, big Someone, someone get Debbie's tinfoil hat. Take it away. <laughs> no, I, I'm not even kidding. So I was... I texted my friend last night because I was try, trying to figure it out. So I, I don't want to get too deep into politics here. But the most executive orders of all time were done in the last like week or whatever. Can we be can, we be, can we be fair about something though? I I think yeah, absolutely. I, and I have I have no data to back this up. I could be completely yeah. missing it here. But I have a well, feeling. Welcome to my bus. Yeah, yeah no I'm, data. I'm hopping on. <laughs> I have a feeling that that has been said every first day of a new presidency for like the last six presidencies. Executive orders are used more and more and more every president. So I feel like that's just going to be true every president that gets into office because they all want to take away as many things as they can immediately from the last person, set their own agendas, and that's kind of their quick fix way of doing it. So I don't so, know if I don't know if the most executive orders is your strong why don't, argument. Why don't we just uh, fact check in real time right now? I'm going to... Okay. Yeah. What, what are you going to fact check? If that the biggest, yeah, if it was the most executive orders, it was. It was. Oh, okay. no, that's true. In like the first like week or whatever, I think he like um, Joe but Biden think, had like nineteen. Yeah, the person, but I, I think uh, Trump, Trump had, a ton. had. No, Trump only had like one in the first week or something like that. In yeah, the first uh, week. So maybe it, maybe clear. it's just every new Democrat. Sorry, De- Deppie's right, and, and it's and uh, Obama had six. Thirty-seven. Really. Thirty-seven. 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 Jeez. That's a lot. Yeah. There's. Something, I, I'm there's, not like. 
Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not. I don't want to dive into politics either. But there are some in there that I uh, kind of hate too. But well, that's fine. Well, this, okay. So okay. neither here nor there. The yeah. point being, they are distracting us, and we're letting them distract us with the meme. The meme is everywhere. And think about who they did it with. They did it with Bernie. So it's like a lovable character, someone who's eh, like not that lovable. <laughs> okay, I I don't hate him, right? He's like yeah, he's fine. But he's super memeable and he's like on the left and so, now So here's my question. They're using that meme to distract us. Don't be distracted. Right. Don't be okay. distracted. Uh, I I won't. Okay, sure. I okay. won't be distracted. Yep. Here's my Good. here's my follow-up question cuz this is this is a lot to take in right now. I was not expecting this. Do you think that like Joe and Kamala and the rest of the Democratic Party, you know, they get Chuck Schumer and AOC, you know, this whole gang in here. And they go, hey, Bernie, during the inauguration, we need you to sit in this chair. We need you to wear these mittens and we need you to strike this pose because we need to distract. Like, do you think it goes that deep or do you think they just saw the opportunity and took it? It absolutely goes that deep. It goes deeper. Than <laughs> oh, that my time. goodness. You're thinking on the surface level. <laughs> It goes so, so deep. Do you know who Holy the picture cow. was taken by? Do you know who the picture was taken by? Hillary Clinton. Who is, I don't know. Who was it taken by? I don't know either, but I thought you might know. You don't know anything? <laughs> I guess but, but what if it was, said he's been thinking about this. That's all. He, he hasn't looked at the thing. That's it. I don't, I'm not here so to research. Do you, do you want to know what, what the most actually shared meme of all time is? Yeah, definitely, because that's more valid than this. It's uh, it's the success kid, like that little kid in like the oh, green yeah. and white baseball oh, shirt. Like, yeah, with a fist. Yeah, number one. I don't think I would have guessed that, but yeah, yeah. It's, okay. It didn't blow up this quickly. That's what the that's what they're doing right now. Large. All the all the Democrats are. are are that success kid right now. They're pumping their fist because they they've won. They've distracted all of America from it's whatever crazy. the heck they're doing or about to um, do. Sa- I don't know what else they could possibly be distracting. It could be something else, right? There could be like... Oh, this could just be the preamble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's next? We could have found aliens. We could be like getting invaded on the West Coast or something. I don't even know. What do you mean invaded on the West Coast? Who's invading us? Russia, probably. You don't think we would know? Like... uh, Okay. Josh, (laughs) don't get too sucked into my anti-data rhetoric here. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just saying be on the lookout be on the lookout yeah, if you find vigilant. anything if you find anything that could possibly be conspiracy theory where, tweet where it I, at me and i will support you where am i finding this where, where would i find anything find just, you can find me at too much matt the number two <laughs> no, much I mean, matt on twitter you can find me there you won't find me on instagram but yeah, Debbie's anti-gram yeah. nowadays. How, how active are you on Twitter, Debbie? Are you like an everyday? Incredibly. No, incredibly. All day long, I have Twitter open. Do you have any? Yeah, all day long. Do you have any followers? Like, does anybody care about what you're saying? Like 75 people. Like, no, no one cares at all about what I'm saying. Ed has but, some uh, Twitter, like, not experience. I mean, experience, but like a, a, a huge moment, a Twitter moment. Wasn't that... Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually probably like top five, like lifetime highlights. Where um, I think I was thirteen years old, big on Twitter at that time. But um, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with John Mayer, and I would like tweet at him all the time. And one time I tweeted at him and I said, "At John Mayer, sometimes I don't understand your humor or your jokes, but I laugh anyways in the hopes of gaining your approval." And then he retweeted. Poetry. He retweeted it said big laugh and then i got like 600 followers overnight it was awesome that's big time oh yeah that is yeah, big that's awesome. time 
and then it, you quit the game. Like, <laughs> you just bounced. Haven't been on <laughs> since 2007. Yeah. Hey, you really? gotta know when to get out, you know? Like, go out on top, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Speed of going out on top, do you think if Brady wins the Super Bowl, he's going out, or is he coming back around for another round? He, What's no, his contract? he's not leaving. He's not leaving. Was it a one-year contract he's on? I think two? it was a one-year contract. Double check. It was one or two, yeah. I think but, he, I mean he's I still playing pretty well. I don't think he's about to hang it up. He says no. he says forty five, right? He wants to play till he's forty five. Yeah, he's yeah. I think he's forty four, right? So forty three. Forty three. Was it? I thought Breeze was forty three, but I could have him switched. Oh, possibly. Oh, you're right. I don't know. They're both old as. I, I would say old as dirt, are. but they're both doing work. I mean, Breeze, you could obviously see the decline, but Brady is. Uh, that was an interesting game. Uh, for, uh, just analyzing Brady, I mean, that first half was electric, and then the second half, they won despite Tom Brady. Almost, I mean, three picks. Three well, that first one was yeah. garbage. I don't know who Perfect. the heck he was throwing that to, um, but they just—I mean, his team's just freaking win. It's crazy. Serendipitous, I think, uh, is one way that Ed would describe. Yeah, it. and that was he right. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, we both went. We both went fifty-fifty on our official picks that weekend. Because I had the uh, Chiefs when you guys went Bills, and then you guys went yep. Bucks when I went Pack. Um, so yeah, yep. you know, pretty pretty average weekend for us. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Tom Brady's wife even clapped back and was like, "He's the best. He's gonna do it for a while." I'm pretty sure she's like all in on him staying around for a while. So too. it is a I just it is a two year contract. So he'll probably that's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that about Giselle Deppy because I remember a couple of years ago. Everyone kind of seemed to be thinking she was one of the reasons he was going to hang it up soon because she had made comments almost in the opposite direction. Yeah. Of like, boy, it'd be nice to have Tom home more. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe she's had to change a heart. or She probably likes Tampa Bay better than Boston anyway. Especially this time of year, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's a place to be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. who do you got for the Super Who do, who do you got for the Super Bowl? I got Is the Chiefs. Is it still Tommy? I still got Tom Brady. Chiefs. You still got Tom Brady? Yeah. Just finds what it, it's Tom Brady. It's re- I mean, did he has lost three Super did? Bowls too. Let's not forget. That's true. So I mean, he he gets there. I mean, literally ten out of twenty-one years. So I mean, he gets there almost every other year, and he wins what? I mean, yeah, two thirds of them. So it's not like he's a loser, obviously. But I don't know. I just I got a, I got a hunch on the Chiefs, but well, let's put it this way: I'm not putting any money on it because I would never bet against Tom Brady in a way that would hurt me. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah, I, I mean, the Chiefs absolutely dismantled the Bills. So oh my gosh, it's hard yeah, to I see mean, them like coming back down. They spotted them nine points, basically, and then wrecked them from there. Between those nine points and then some garbage time points, I mean, they basically won that game 30, what, 37 to like 10, really. It was ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it was really ugly. So I love watching the Chiefs, though. That offense is just a it's a, it's a joy. It's like watching Deppie probably won't agree with this because he hates them, but it's like watching the, the Warriors at their peak of like offensive basketball. It's just a beautiful system. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, it's just beautiful to watch. So Mahomes does it dirty. Yeah. How did, yeah. Any other sporting events happening this weekend? Well, how did, uh, how did our picks go for uh, last yeah, let's weekend? Get into our, our former golf picks. Cause that actually, <laughs> I got a, I got a little tidbit on one of our picks. So, it was, it was, again, a week that I happened to get lucky and do a little... But for a minute, Homa was tied for the lead, my guy, and then had a pretty rough Sunday. Um, Sunday was interesting because we had Siwoo Kim have a nice round. He got the win. 
Patrick Cantlay went 11 under on Sunday, almost caught him, finished one back. Um, our, our boy, I'm going to say our boy now, Maverick McNeely, uh, Maverick. great, great first round then vanished, uh, never well, be heard from again, but he is back this week at the farmer's insurance open. And he is a, uh, he's plus 20,000 on the betting odds. So 20,000, that's, that's it. Yeah. As opposed to the faves of like John Rahm, who's like seven to one this week. So how, uh, um, how tall is he? Do we, do we ever find out? Six, six foot. Six that's foot. right. That's what Wikipedia has. So gotcha. maybe he's a little short to win. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Let me run those numbers real quick. <laughs> and then uh, Patty Reed, I believe last week did not quite make the cut, but he is another betting favorite for the farmers this week. So Tory Pines going to be electric. A lot of big names. Yeah. I think this is like the first like big time event of the year. I'd say, right. Farmers insurance. Yep. So yeah, Rom, Rory, Xander, Fino, some of the some of the guys higher up there. I like some of the, the the guys a little bit further down. We got Bubba at forty to one. Ricky and Gary Woodland are down at sixty six. Molinari, who people kind of forget about for a minute, he was like the best golfer in the world. You know when he was until, winning the British Open until, until Tiger 12. Woods. Yep, <laughs> until twelve. Until until twelve at Augusta, and then what's the other the par five, fifteen, sixteen, one of those where he mm. went in the water again. So until then, he was top of the world. But he's seventy to one. Matty Wolf and Kepka. Did you see the one of the first threesomes is Kepka, uh, Rory, and shoot Matt Wolf. Oh, as a, electric! As a Love it. Great threesome. Uh, what are what odds are uh, defending champion Mark Leishman? What's he at? Uh, I saw him in like the mid thirties, I think, if I remember correctly, thirty three, something like that. So right on the same area as uh, Brooks and Matty Wolf. Did you, I think, speaking of Leishman, I think it's been a foreign winner like the last four years. Um, it was Leishman, Leishman, Jason Day of Jason three, Day. three years ago. John Rahm won, didn't he? Yeah, 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 with a huge putt, that really long putt from yeah. the fringe. Um, I can't remember the, the fourth one. There's a good chance it was somebody in the well, Asian camp because they've been they've been playing really well the last few years. There's a couple. There's a good group of those I, right now. I kind of like Leishman. He won defending champion, tied for fifth last week. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but last year, I don't think he hit a single fairway on Sunday and still came away with the win and shot like, I remember what he shot. But if he's playing well, I think he'll contend for sure, Leishman. Absolutely. Good a chance as any. I, I got to go official pick. I know this is not like a big, I'm not stepping out here on any limbs, but I'm, I'm thinking Rory. Um, mostly because I kind of like watching guys who played really well the week before but didn't win. Rory in uh, Abu Dhabi was leading going into Sunday, had kind of a rough final round. Um, Terrell Hatton had a big Sunday and took that win over there. But Rory seems like he's playing pretty well. Again, going into, going into Sunday with a lead. I think he's I think he's going to have kind of a bounce back year. He hasn't been doing a lot of winning lately. Um, still top five in the world, I believe. I, I, I think he's going to he's gonna multi-win year this year. But I think this is the first one. Love it. Do you think... Yeah. Is Deppie? It... Go ahead. Is Jordan Spieth in the field? Uh, not that I saw, but I didn't look that thoroughly. Well, I, I would hope so. I hope he does something this year. I would love for him to get back in the win column. Big, big Spieth supporter. But Shame. obviously, yeah, been a rough few years for him. I guess I guess Butch Harmon was looking at him. I don't, I don't think he made yeah, a coaching change or there anything. Was like Butch some, was look- yeah, there was like rumors about it, but like Butch came out and said, like, I'm not working with him yeah. i just like looked at his swing uh, yeah uh, i don't know yeah would love speed to get I'm, back in the winning trail 
I'm trying to do research and it's not gone well of who the <laughs> tallest golfer is. So, yeah, I don't have a pick. I would say Dustin Johnson to see in the He's field. He's not playing. Dang it. So it's going to be tough for him to win this one. Not Im- Well, no, impossible, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll get back to you. I, I mean, who who are like... I And sorry, I should have listened better. <laughs> I got Jason Day. I, hey. No, actually, no, pick. I take that back. Brooks Kepka. I'm going to go Brooks. Go My boy Brooks. Brooks. From down under, he's going to come back and destroy this week. From down under, are you still thinking about Jason Day? or? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Brooks is I got Brooks. Straight Brooks Kepka. Yep. I, Brooks Kepka, big time. I, I could see that. I could see that. He hasn't won in a while uh, either, so... Um, yeah, it's his time. Back. He's he's ready. He's ready. I, I hope so. I mean, I don't. I mean, there a lot of guys could win, and I'd be happy. I whatever. What else? What else is going on out there? Covered NFL. Covered the PGA. Any other sporting things coming across your all's radar? Not. No sports. All right. Anything on the? Uh, Ed, what do you got? Anything on the music scene? So we could start by talking about Morgan Wallen's album, if you'd like. Might as well. It's the hottest uh, album that I care about currently. Um, I think it's the (laughs) only thing I've listened. (laughs) What a unique like position. It's the hottest album I care about. I just mean like I don't know what albums have dropped in the last like three four weeks from other genres of music, but for the basically the only genre of music that I tune into it's by far the hottest thing i don't think i've listened to anything else since it came out i think it's all i've listened to basically been dangerous and podcasts for me so what are some some hot songs off the album i have my favorites honest to god i have favorites let's see what your guys's are first i'd actually love to hear yours first so the two songs and i want to double check to make sure they're on that (laughs) wait wait why do you have to double check i'm confused (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, I've been listening to his stuff. I've been listening to his album. I was told this week, hey, um, find your top five songs from Morgan Wall's album. So yeah, I told last week, listened I to all of his stuff. Yeah, on Saturday. So um, two songs, two songs that I've really enjoyed are. Uh, do, you, do you need okay. me to pull up our own Instagram post so you can? No, no, no. I'm looking at it. So. <laughs> I don't even know what I said on the gram, but they're they're different. Um, Somebody's Problem by Morgan Wallen. We're basic. And the story okay. for Somebody's Problem is him, him and some other guy were at a gas station and they saw this hot chick. And then Morgan was like, hey, who do you think she is? And the other guy goes, that's somebody else's problem. Are you getting these from like, the, the Spotify storylines? Or maybe what? okay no i, I look at i looked at i'm not doing my own research no I, oh, I yeah, i'm not I'm doing not my own that. research i looked at every one okay. of them i get you by the um, way that, just then, just just for notes that was not on your original top five that you sent me saturday so this is already a change up it's now like top three morgan walden songs Let's go. of all time for it's me. a great song it's the hottest song that i care about right now love that um, good energy then, <laughs> and then the other one is more surprised than me where basically like he's like um everybody's like oh how'd you get that chick and he's like dude beats me 
you can't be more surprised than me. Did, anyway. did that one resonate? So did that one five. resonate? Was that in the top five? Did that one resonate with you? It, like the uh, the more surprised? Hell than yeah! Me? My my wife was like ten times better than me. She deserves uh, someone way better than me. Yeah. So no one, anyway, no more one understands that. Me. Yeah. I yeah. I will say I, even even though neither one of these made my top five, more surprised than me in Silverado for sale hit me in the relatability category so hard. And usually that's enough to push into any top five, but this 30 song album just had a ton of bangers on it, but more surprised than me, same vibes. Like I, my wife's a thousand times more attractive than me. I don't know why she's sticking around, but you know, so far so good. And then I literally, when I moved back to California for her, essentially I sold my Chevy Silverado for Mm. like, cause I needed the money to (laughs) move back there. So huge relatability in the cat in that. So what Silverado for sale, what's the song about? Uh, so that song essentially is he's selling his truck for an engagement ring. Um, oh. Yeah. So. Oh. See, I didn't listen to the song that closely, so I didn't know what it was for. I you thought it was for, like, I thought it was, yeah, well, I thought it was somebody died, so he had to, like, give his Silverado for sale. No, that's, that's, what, I that's mean. basically Lee Bryce's song. <laughs> There's a Lee what's Bryce a, song. What's it called? Um, I Drive Your Truck. Oh like yeah, his, yeah, yeah. His, yeah, his yeah. brother goes off to war and dies over there, yep. and then he's driving yep. his truck to cope with it. So that's that's kind of the similar vibes with that one. All great songs, all of them great. And I, and I expected Silverado for Sale to be like a knockoff of that one, mm. maybe because I was thinking of that song. But fair anyway. enough. I really don't think there's a bad song on the whole album. Like I've listened to it Correct. all the way through multiple times, and like I, I I'd say I even really like every song on the album. Yeah, I would say every. I mean, a five is a five out of ten is an average song. I don't know if there's a song on there that's under a six. Like, I think they're all above average songs at, at worst. Yeah. I think my top, uh, me on whiskey, seven summers, your bartender, neon eyes, and wondering mm. about the wind. Yeah. I think we, ours are, <clears throat> excuse me. Ours are really similar. Um, in fact, I don't even know if they're different at all. <laughs> my, yeah. Me on whiskey is my, I would say probably my clear number one. I mean, like I said, it's hard with all those songs, but me on whiskey, living the dream. Um, I, there's just something about that groove. I just, I, I don't For know. Sure. And plus I love like showing the darker side of all that. I like, I kind of like that. It reminds me, I don't know if you guys are classic rock guys or at all, but Bob Seger has a song, uh, turn the page where he's kind of talking about the dark side of tour life and going to, you know, sleep yeah, yeah, yeah. his motor home every night. That kind of stuff. I, I kind of like that yeah. dark side. Um, wondering about the wind was on mine. Still going down. I'm always in for like a good, like hometown song. It kind of hits me in my, in my, my soul and the neon eyes for sure. So I think also like seven summers came out a while ago. If that would have come out. And so I've, I've been listening to that one a ton for like several months now. If that one came mm-hmm. out on the, like when the new album was released and I like heard it for the first time, that might be my favorite song. I love the way it sounds. I love like the nostalgia mm-hmm. in the song. Big fan. Yeah, the newness factor just isn't there as it is with some of the other ones, but I totally agree. It's a top tenor for sure, which it's such a big album, but I love it. Here, okay. What do you, want, go ahead. What do you guys think about Heartless? I didn't th- hear you guys say Heartless at all. Is that not country enough for you guys? Well, I, well, I mean, the Heartless on your top five was uh, from another album, so uh, one featuring Diplo. I don't know. But <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, I love it. This one's Heartless Wallen album mix. Yeah, I, I mean, I love it. It's just top five out of 30 is a pretty small list so not all songs can make the top five that i I was just curious what your guys' thoughts were on it if you're okay with him like branching out into other genres or if you're like no dude you're good at country stick to country 
No, I love a good branch out. I love a good yeah kind of mix. Some are better than others, but I thought that was a good one. I'm I'm not anti country pop at all either. Like I think there nope. there's a lot of people that do it real really well. It's just whatever you're in the mood for, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I that's I couldn't agree more. Whatever you're in the mood for, which made me think. I wonder if this album came out at a different time of year, if my favorites would have been a little different. Because I was going through the album and I was thinking, this is for me personally, if it comes out in the middle of the summer, then there might be some songs that I, I like a little more, that are a little more upbeat, a little more windows down, rolling down, like a country road, cranking up on the boat, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but it's, it's you know... Debbie, you might not know this, but for Ed and I in the dead of cold here in the Midwest, where we just got like four or five inches of snow the other night, sometimes those like slower, groovier, just kind of dark songs just kind of hit differently. Oh yeah, in the um, winter, with a gla- yeah. glass of whiskey or a beer too, just sitting down. Mm. Yeah. It's nice. Totally different vibe. Speaking so of- I think. I- go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, t- totally changing subjects, but. <clears throat> You just mentioned the four inches of snow on the ground. I just used a snowblower for the first time in my entire life <laughs> yesterday That's morning. That's awesome. Yeah. Take, us through, the, the, take us through the experience. Um, yeah, it started. So, okay, we just bought this house uh, about a month ago. And the uh, previous owners, they left us like snowblower, lawnmower, a bunch of other stuff. And um, yeah, uh, it needed a new carburetor. Brother-in-law put one in for us. It's good to go. Started right up. Um, neighbor Dan across the street was snow blowing at the same time, so he came over. Like he, that's, he had just like finished. That's doing, so hype. Yeah, it was awesome. That's so hype. Yeah, he, uh, he finished doing his and like came over and started helping with mine, and we were just like talking and stuff. It was it was great. Let's go. It was so fun. Let's I went go. out and I did it again like three hours later, kind of because I had to because it just snowed a bunch again right after. But yeah, ten out of ten experience. <laughs> Do you have a You're big driveway? A... Is it yeah. take a while? Or... I've got a big driveway. Oh, that's nice. That's real nice. <laughs> yeah, that sucker's, yeah, and over two cars wide and then almost three cars wide when you get up there. It's it's sizable. But I'm glad you I'm glad you tidied it up like that. That's good. For sure. For sure. Did you get, oh, well, Deputy didn't have to shovel. Did you have to shovel, Grimes? <clears throat> uh, just, uh, just the walkway from our front porch to the community parking lot. And then around, like my truck and my wife's car, so just to make sure that we could walk to get in and out without a lot of snow tracking in. So, other than that, it's you know company comes in and plows it, and gets it done. So, gotcha. you've got that shared driveway. Do you guys like trade off? Or not shared driveway, the shared walkway. Do you trade off who does it or whoever's out there first? Uh, yeah, I would say whoever's out there first, but I would also say that I'm always out there first, um, which I, I don't blame. So we've got two neighbors that we share it with, um, like a married couple, and then my wife, obviously, and I. I shovel it probably 90% of the time because my wife's from Southern California. My two neighbors are from Arkansas and Oklahoma. I, I, I can just, I, I don't care about the snow. Like, I'll just go out there and shovel some snow, and I know they probably don't enjoy it as much as I would. So out of just an act of neighborly kindness, I usually try and get out there. And plus, I, I promised my wife when we moved here that in the winter, I would always get out there early brush off her car, shovel around mm. it, make sure she was good to go so she would have to interact with the cold as little as possible. So I'm yep. usually... Was, was, that, was that the trade-off? That was the commitment? Hey, I'll do that if well, I mean, that was, that was part of it. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. That was, that was the only one. She also, she needed a car with uh, remote start, heated seats, all-wheel drive, all that kind of stuff. I mean, all-wheel drive is a no-brainer, but the other commodities. So 
she, whatever it took. She made some deals with you. I like that. I should have made more deals with Lisi before I moved out here. <laughs> you got gypped. Hey, whatever it takes to to get out here. So, Ed, did you make any deals with her? Like, did you get anything out of the deal, or was it absolutely zero? No, basically zero. But I definitely like will retroactively go back to it. Be like, well, like, I moved out here for you, and like you use that it. all the time. <laughs> Mo- yeah, that's. Yeah, most of the time in a joking way, but I, I'm sure I could. She could tell you a couple times where I guilted her and got my way using that. I mean, since moving like, out hey, there, you got a new set of golf clubs, so maybe that maybe that was part of the deal. That was just un, unspoken. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That you can now use half the amount of time you used to be able to use them in your old living place, but whatever. Yeah, it's not a bad deal. Shout out! Speaking of golf, Debbie, uh, one of our one of the guys we that we like to follow, especially on social media for golf, was uh, just posted a video from Papago, which was one of your conquests, or not so much conquests. <laughs> No, I mean I played it. It was it's a garbage course. If he's playing a Papago, he's playing a garbage course. He didn't like this it. This is this is rigs from Barstool, isn't it? For sure, yeah. So he, oh, he didn't he's like been, it. He's been scoring all his golf outings in Arizona because so basically he went out there with the theory of trying to either prove or disprove that all desert golf was the same. And so far, he's kind of been like, eh, for the most part, it's pretty similar, right? And some courses, so he's been giving them scores. Uh, golf scoring mm-hmm. so his best one that he's played has been a 66 so six under a standard like a yep. standard and he gave papago the i think the worst score he's given any of the eight courses he's posted videos on so it, it he was not a he's i mean he said it was serviceable right that's kind of i mean when he's playing all these really really like 300 dollars like around courses yeah um and then he goes plays papago which is like a $50, $60, $70 course. Like, yeah, it's not going to live up to the $300 a course. Did, did he play uh, Pueblo on Mirage? Or? <laughs> not yet. I think that's next. <laughs> I think that's next. Park what I'm surprised what? with, with Papago, like just the, for the last little bit on Papago here, what I'm surprised that it's not very good is that it's the home course of Arizona State University, which has a terrific mm-hmm. golf program. Like that's Phil's. Well, you know who, that's Phil's program. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you beat me to it. Yeah, I mean, there's like a Phil Mickelson, like, university center yeah. and basically they they have like their separate like driving range and like all that stuff but no it's like phil's gotta phil's gotta pour some money into that place and get him a better golf course <laughs> like I, I i don't know why we're giving papago so much airtime but i have another papago question <laughs> uh the beer you were drinking last week from papago was that like just also called papago or was that like was there any affiliation there no affiliation with the golf course. I think it's like a region of Phoenix, like Papago, and that beer was also produced in the same region that Papago Golf Course was. I, I think, think it's like a region. I think it's that's a valley it or something. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but maybe yeah. maybe that's a Papago Valley or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, at the golf course, it's just all desert. It's just so much rocks and garbage. It's not fun. Yeah. So. So. It's been yeah. I speaking of Phoenix, I was thinking about I don't know I was organizing my office area and i found uh the business card for brennan from our airport travels yeah on the way back i i missed that i we had a 20 minute conversation with him and his boyfriend todd todd thomas it was thomas thomas okay Okay. i I missed them like uh, those were like two of the sickest guys and i i wish we (laughs) we had like stayed in his contact somehow (laughs) I've I've met a, met and talked to a lot of random people at airports over the last couple of years, and I think I mean that was the best airport experience I've had, like with strangers. They were like the nicest yeah. guys. Yeah, and I mean, what's oh, the op- go ahead? I was just gonna say the overall experience too, being at the uh, 
in the Centurion Club. That's that's what it's called, Centurion Club. Yeah, the Centurion Lounge. Yeah, with the, with with them and just having a couple drinks and some some food with them and just I don't know, just casual conversation. But they were they were great guys. So great. I mean, you air, still have great his, airport experience. If you still have his business card, like you can hit him up at every any time, right? He's kind of intimidating though. Like he's he's like so uber successful. It's like I don't want to waste this guy's time. Yeah, <laughs> this, this guy's like he's like twenty years old and built like a giant like marketing agency that he started in high school and now it's like blown up. Like you Google him, his name is Brennan Bliss. Crazy. <laughs> he's actually twenty. He's twenty years old. Holy cow! Dang. Uh, what are we doing with our lives? This. <laughs> starting some crappy <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah, everyone starts somewhere we just got a late start yeah i guess so. i guess but yeah great yeah that made for a great travel experience so i think we had we had pretty like i would say half and half good and bad travel experience for the phoenix trip because we when we went out we caught a great airport buzz but that turned into a real rough airplane ride <laughs> yeah that was rough <laughs> what uh what made it rough for you there ed uh, just, i had to use the restroom so bad and like the the plane was like in mid takeoff and like me and grimes are masked up running to the back of the plane the flight attendant's like go sit down the pilot wants everyone sitting down and grimes is like he will piss his pants if you don't let him in the bathroom right now and so they had to open it up for us we went in together it was a great time Okay. I'm going to fact check you on that <laughs> My favorite part of that, though, was she did, like, she put the blame on the pilot. Like, it's yeah. like, <laughs> the pilot wants you to say, like, okay, like, whatever. You have just as much control here. Like, we're not running Hold on. Them. Next question, Josh. You said Ed had was about to piss his pants, right? Yeah. Why were you back there? Well, I mean, if. Because he's a good friend. Yeah, well, and, okay, so paint the picture here. I was middle seat, he was window. So for him to get out, I had to. And I had, let's, if Ed had to go 10 out of 10 or 11 out of 10, I had to go like 8 out of 10. Like, so I wasn't going to waste the opportunity. Well, okay, I was, fair. You know, like, I, take advantage of what, of the situation the same, as much as I could. The same way the flight attendant was blaming the pilot, you were blaming Ed. Spot on. For having to go to the bathroom. You're like, hey, yeah, Ed, it really had to go. Like, this totally Ed's thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, I, I wasn't about to piss my pants, but I was like ten minutes from Smart. that. I was right there. Smart. I was coming right up behind him. You know. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't piss up, piss your pants. Yeah, we we both made it. Right, just under the just under the wire there. We made it. Deppy greeted us with some <laughs> beers right when we got there. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And then it was to the Killer Whale Sex Club. Which yep. You can listen listen to the last episode if you want to hear more about that. Yeah, can, you should because that restaurant alone was worth going back for. Like Deppy, honestly, like if if they said like you can go back to Phoenix for one hour, you can either hang out with Matt doing anything you want, or you can go to the Killer Whale Club without Matt and have dinner. I'd probably choose the Killer Whale. Like I like I I had dinner there again yesterday. Not dinner. I had like the takeout thing. But it's wait, you went so again? Good. How many Jeez, how many times? Did- how many times have you been since we left? Um, four or five, I would say. We've been gone like eleven days. <laughs> I love that. I yep. love that energy. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no comeback there. Yeah, I love their pork fried rice. It's delicious. Oh. Can you ship so, some of that back here? Like, is that how does that work? <laughs> unfor- unfortunately, not. 
So I, I've got a, I've got another question for you guys. I played golf on Monday, mm-hmm. and um, I played with an older gentleman, um, and he was a great partner. I played with one other guy who was so terrible at golf. More of a Gary than which a Chris. Is fine, but more of a Gary than a Chris. Some great banter back and forth throughout mm. the round. It, it was good. It's good. I, he's a seventy-eight-year-old guy. Um, but I have a hold question on, hold for on. you guys. Did, did you ask him the most important question that you can ask a man while they're playing golf? I did not. I did not ask him if he enjoys... What a, <laughs> do, do you, you like, like to drink? drink? <laughs> do you like to drink? No, I didn't catch him with that one. I did not catch him with that one. You knew. But, you, so, you just knew he did. Oh, of course. Of course. So we get to the end of the round, and um, he's an old guy, so he's friends with my grandpa right so of course whatever. he is um and um of course at the end like he so he beat me by a stroke on the scorecard that was fair fair game he beat me by a stroke but then he's gonna like tell my grandpa and i'm gonna get like whooped up on like bragging rights all this stuff right so question in in question for you guys if you play a competitive round that you're gonna brag about do you need to play it completely straight or are there some known things that you'll get away with? So he, so I played completely straight. I didn't take any second putts or second drives. He took a breakfast ball, and he took two putts in the first green. There's two strokes mm. right there. And he beat me by one stroke. Mm. Can he brag about that round, or is that not a valid bragging round? That's the question I have for you guys, because... I don't think it's a valid bragging round. I think either you play a competitive round or you play a fun round and you hit the shots that you want to hit, but you can't brag about a time you beat someone on a fun round. Do you guys agree or disagree? I feel like the margin of victory comes into play heavily here, right? Because like, say Mm -hmm. like he like fudged like two or three, well, first of all, you shouldn't fudge any strokes, right? Like in the spirit of the game, you shouldn't do that. But because he only won by one stroke, like if he... If he would have beat you by like 10 strokes or 20, 15 strokes, those two probably wouldn't have mattered. And I'm sure you could have bragged about it. But no, I don't think he yeah. can brag about that round. So, but what about like. Well, perf- well, well, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask were there any discussions pre first hole on breakfast balls? Because that's usually. Breakfast ball. I, I have less of a problem with the breakfast ball than I do with the second putt. Like, I, okay. I don't know why those two things are different in my head because maybe I just always love a good breakfast ball. But he shanked yeah. his first ball too. So the, out of the three of us, and one guy was bad at golf. I smoked it down the middle, like I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other guy hit the other guy hit a straight ball, and he shanked it. So he said, "All right, I'm gonna hit another." Which hey, I'm fine with. I'm but fine there with. was nothing discussed before that of like one one mulligan each or hey, nope, none of that, none of that. Uh, that yeah, good? I. Do you think he has bragging rights over me for the victory or not? Well, I, I think the other numbers that come into consideration here are... Did you say the guy was 78? Yeah, he spends a lot of time... Going. No, I understand. I'm just... Clear. I'm just I, I understand. That, that gives him... I don't want to say an advantage because 78 is still pretty... He was a good golfer. He, he, he had <sighs> a lesson within the last month. It, it's right on the edge for me. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't lean a certain way. I, if I were him, I wouldn't brag about it. I would talk about the round with the clarifications. Like, yeah, I beat him by one 
with a breakfast ball and a second ball. Like I would just clarify it. See, I don't I don't think you're allowed to say I beat him if there is any clarification needed. I think you just say like, hey, we had a great round together. We enjoyed spending an afternoon together. It was wonderful. Yeah, but inevitably someone inevitably your grandpa's gonna be like, Well, who won? I would say so I would say as the person who didn't win it or doesn't matter. We had a wonderful afternoon together. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you won by one. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say that, though. I would say, yeah, yeah we had a great time together. We had a great okay, time Okay, well, if you don't think he can say that he won, why don't you think you can say you won? Because it wasn't a competitive round. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So we okay. weren't... We weren't under the premise of tournament rules, right? We're playing preferred lie, so you get to sauce your ball up a little bit. I, you know, when you're doing stuff like that, it's you're playing to hit good shots and feel the good stroke of the club. You're not playing to, like, compete and score. Those are different things, in my mind. Was he giving you indication like, that he was going to go tell your grandpa? Yes, yes. Absolutely. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I'm worried I'm going to have to live this one down later. That's why I'm trying to say, like, am I a poor sport by saying, well, you took the breakfast ball? Because that, breakfast balls are, like, a known thing. That was my or question like, is, oh, your grandpa well. comes to give you crap about it. Do you immediately go to, well, yeah, but that includes a breakfast ball and an extra know. putt. Like, are you immediately defending yourself or are you just kind of, like, taking your punches? I'll probably take my punches because I feel like a bad sport, but I'll be mad about it. I think he's going to call, call your grandpa first and tell him his buddy's a cheater. Yes. <laughs> Be proactive. Get, a, get ahead of the curve. <laughs> so, um, like, full disclosure, I went out to lunch with him before the round, and he told me about the six Bible studies he's leading. Of course. So, contrast that with your buddy's a cheater at golf. <laughs> Wait, which... I don't know how which, it's going to go. Which grandpa is this? That you're... The one you know. Been okay. Talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When do you know? Yeah. Well, I kind of know both. Right? Yeah. Like, isn't... Isn't the other... The other oh, is it? Is Vince Hoffman the one affiliated with Westminster? Sixth grade. Oh, okay. Yes. I was I was confusing because Vince Vin Salkma... Yeah. He was out in California that one time. Yeah. And so for some reason I thought he was... Yeah. Okay. They're one of yeah. the same. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a tough one. I, I think you take Ed's advice. I think you call him tonight and get ahead of this thing. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll make sure I make the call as soon as this podcast is over. I'm sure he's not I gotta get sleeping. ahead of it. Yeah. Well, or I, just or I, just tell him to listen. That's I think that's better. So, tell him to listen so he gets the full story. So, <laughs> so I actually saw him. So um, I don't have a car. My wife's got her car. So on Monday I Ubered to the course and he dropped me off at home. Whoa, and whoa, whoa, I left whoa, whoa. My- You Ubered. I thought you rode your bike to every course in the greater Phoenix area. Yeah. <laughs> not this course. This course was like 25 miles by car. So, no, I did not bike. It to sounds bikeable to a And pro it was biker. a downpour. We our our tea time got delayed an hour because of rain. So. So, anyway, so he dropped me off at home and I left my golf shoes in his car. So, on Tuesday, I drove down to Tucson to pick up my golf shoes. And he brought it up again, and he said, hey, I haven't talked to your grandpa yet. And I said, I haven't either. I don't plan on it. But if you do, just know you took the breakfast ball and the second putt. And he was, like, flabbergasted. It caught him off guard. You called him out. You called him out. I got him. 
I got it. All I'm thinking of is that kid in the success meme again. Just, <laughs> yes! <laughs> so oh. I don't know if he's going to tell him now. He, now in the You back scared of him head, off. It's like, well... You, you definitely scared I, him off. You've been, lo- you've been losing sleep over this, haven't you? This is <laughs> keeping... Pl- I don't know. I mean, I'm going to have to go home and get told I got beat by somebody what? 50 years older than me. What were the scores so, we're even talking about? What what did you each shoot? 43. and he, I shot a 43. He shot a 42. That's so why really, you're only he only a 9 whole score on Grint. Yeah, it, we started too late after the rain out. We were supposed to play 18 and then... It rain, yeah. Not so, something you count on in the Phoenix area. It's <laughs> getting rained out for an hour. No, no, no. I'm actually supposed to play Friday as well. My little brother's flying in tonight, and I'm supposed to play again Friday, and um, it's supposed to rain again Friday. Youch. My my little brother flies out for three days, and it rains two of the days he comes out. Where, where are you guys going to play on Friday? So we're playing TPC Scottsdale. Nice. Not the stadium course. We're uh, playing the champions course, which stinks yeah but i gotta um, imagine yeah. did you did you try and get on the stadium course or do they have that thing shut down because they got the phoenix open coming up soon it's open this week but all the tea times are taken yeah it makes sense um yeah because it's not this weekend but next weekend in a lot of ways like i mean maybe the atmosphere of the majors aside that might be the course that suffer the tournament that suffers the most from no fans Cause that, I mean, that part three yeah. in the stadium. I mean, come the on, sixteenth hole. It's it's as yeah. good as it gets outside of a major, I think. And oh, I mean, it's just sad without fans. But TBC Scottsdale, I had a like, that a boy. That's gonna be. You're gonna have to tell yeah. us all about that. I'll let you know how I do next week. I'm probably gonna shoot like a 55 or something, something okay. terrible. I just like a 43. No, 18. I think. Uh, yeah, you're, so you're right. I like think you're gonna 10. shoot a 91. Not a chance. Not a chance. I, I don't know anything about this course, but I, I gotta imagine it's Grand Canyon University or harder, or harder. So yeah. I'm I'm going 103. Like I think you're gonna keep it close to that. That's that's my guess. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, how I, I think I, I would say 103 is probably a good estimate. Yeah. Is your brother a good golfer, Deppy? He so typically he's better than me. Um, he doesn't have his clubs this weekend. He didn't fly in with his clubs. Yeah, he never hit so me he's up for be my using bag. No, I, he didn't want to fly with clubs. He's only got like one checked bag and he wanted to actually bring clothes out. So, Are you going to yeah. take him to the uh, Killer Whale Club? No, they're not coming to the club with us. What? So, yeah, I know. I know. They land in three hours. Tonight would have been a perfect night. I've got Thursday and Friday off, but we're, who, who's we they? Is his wife coming with them or a friend? His or? Wife, yeah, okay. also, yeah, also his wife. Yeah. Cool. So we're hiking Camelback tomorrow and then playing Sick. golf Friday while the girls shop. Sick. Sounds like a yeah. uh, another great Phoenix weekend. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. So Yeah, because I remember the, the only time I played with your brother was at your bachelor party scramble. We had, was it yep. three or four foursomes up there? in uh... Four foursomes, yep. Yeah, and uh, I believe, uh, I mean, I could be mistaken, Deppy, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, we it was, your, it was your weekend, and, yep. uh, and we were on the 18th hole. Our scramble needed basically a birdie to win the the scramble. Um, you, I hit an approach shot to within like uh, ten feet or so, which ended up being the best of the four. And uh, we let you step up first because it's your weekend, and you drained that birdie putt for the win. 
<laughs> in front, in you front, know, by the way, of everyone, all other everybody, twelve other people were standing on that green watching you to see if you would do it, and you stepped the heck up. <laughs> so I, I made a comment. I used to play the piano back in middle school and high school, and I, I another had great story about that, that for later. <laughs> yeah, you just and dropped that, that in there. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, I'm, bring, I'm bringing up so, the senior project, and you know it. <laughs> not yet. So I played uh, piano for eleven years, and I hated practicing. I hated playing piano. But I always said, and I always told the teacher, my and my parents, and my everybody, like I've got ice in my veins. No matter how much I practiced, I will nail it when it matters at the concert. So I've always said, like I've got ice in my veins. Like that's that's like a motto I live by. So when the putt was up and I had to hit the putt, like I said, like hey, I've got ice in my veins. I hit it when it matters. And I did. I did, right? Was that true Wait. senior year of high school when you and Tina Gilhood went to the uh, senior home and you hadn't practiced at all and you just nailed that piano? <laughs> that was a different time. That was <laughs> not an ice in your veins. Time. I was spending too much ice in my veins on uh, basketball. I couldn't spend it on playing piano for old people. Do you still play oh, Hold on. I want to talk more about the piano stuff. You still, <laughs> you still play piano? Zero percent. I I can like read music and I could like play it. Ellen wanted me to like a year ago and I like popped in the piano and I can play some stuff. But I'm not like bang like banging out songs by memory. I gotta have music and I. When was the I last time you like you, you you played the piano? Not like what you just described, but like played. I don't know. There's a difference, right? I don't know. Like when's the last time you would consider yourself having played the piano? I would say a year ago. Okay. I took. Um, an old concert piece out of like the piano bench in my parents' house and like put up the music and I played the music and it like came back to me that like, Hey, I played this song before, but also like, Hey, how does it play? And all that fun stuff. It's a really slow song, but yeah, I would say about a year ago, I like played as you're saying. Beautiful. You're a man of many talents, many, many talents. but, But to your point, like, yeah, that Tina Gilhood senior project, that was not a, time i had ice in my veins but listen every I, other time i don't I, I don't mean that in a judgmental way if you recall back to my <laughs> senior project my buddy or our buddy at the you know tyler sisson and i ran a quote-unquote baseball <laughs> camp for like basically what ended up being like his brother and like three friends so we just played catch and threw bp for like an hour took some pictures and we're like all right good enough what is <laughs> what is this what does senior project mean like what you guys have to so it because so we went to APU right Ed so at, in order to graduate from there you had to do a certain amount of hours of like for lack of a better term community service basically just put some hours in the oh, community yeah, yeah, and serve yeah, the this was kind of like a one time moss credit service hours thing because we went to a Christian high school so it was part of the graduation requirements as well where you basically had to go into the community and do a project for. I don't even know if there was an hour requirement or if they just had to give the nod on like you giving to the community. <laughs> so yeah, your advisor needed to give you the nod. That was yeah. It. Some some people put more effort into it than others. We'll say that. So uh, and you're talking to two people that didn't put any effort. Not in. a lot. Not <laughs> a lot. We had like you know we you know multi sport athletes you know big shots around school. We didn't have time for that. <laughs> That's not true at all. The multi-sport athlete. Played, the multi-sport athlete. Jeppy was a three-sport athlete. Three-sport. Were you also so, Grimes? Two. Um, Depp and a three-sports. 
I'm going to give you a three sports starter because I know baseball is a gray area, but you were okay. you were a starting pitcher. You just weren't like the first or second starting pitcher. You were in that three or four I, range. And but if, you were a starting don't pitcher. Me, don't pull me back to high school baseball because there's lots of things to talk about in high school baseball that I don't want we'll to get there at this point. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's But yes, three three st- three sports starter. Yes, I'll take absolutely. That. I'll take you, that. Th- yeah. He was he was, a, he was a stud. Were two well. of those over, overlapping for you guys? Yeah, we both played no. baseball and football together. Who's oh, better? Overlapping. Who's better at baseball? Who's better at football? Go ahead, Deppy. Equal. We're, we're well, equal I mean, in both sports. We play different positions, right? Yeah, so it's I was going to say fo- football. Yeah. So he was a a wide receiver and outside linebacker, right? A little on you didn't yeah. add as much, but you're primarily a wide receiver and a good one. Um, there's the inf- there's the infamous video of you being tracked down uh, by a uh, individual from Ottawa Hills that we like to kind of poke fun at, but you were a great hands, great route running wide receiver who just didn't have that breakaway speed. I was the defensive end who would plug the gap as much as I could and then occasionally get to the quarterback. So uh, it's com- comparable skill wise. Great, great hands. Ask my <laughs> wife. I will not. Um, and then in baseball, I would say, Again, we were very civil. <laughs> we, we, we joke about that's how we kind of, one of the areas we became friends in is in like JV, we were both like kind of backup first, first, baseman. Backup first baseman who pitched. Um, and then by like, we, yeah. by varsity, we were both pitchers who also kept book and helped out in the dugout. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I played, I played one out of every three to four games because I was, I was our number two pitcher basically. And so I would start those games, and then the rest of them, I wasn't a good enough hitter to, like, warrant a position on the field. Deppy would start, like, the third game, and same kind of thing. And coaches I didn't view, even think I was... I don't even think I was the number three pitcher. I was a reliever. It's interesting to hear you say I was a starter. I was a reliever. You started I some like games. all I ever did... All I ever did was take... So maybe some, but... Yeah, I would say I took it from inning five to inning seven. That was, like... In my, of- in my view... Our best. I'm just going for senior year here. Our best three pitchers were Grant Vanderwall, myself, and then you. I know Coach tried to experiment with a couple other guys, but you were our best, yep. third best pitcher, in my humble opinion. That is true. You had a wicked I, I mean, curve and knuck, like that. a knuckle or something too. You were not, and you could you could locate, you could locate with the best yes. of them. We're getting Don't we're getting real into the weeds of uh, <laughs> high school baseball. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, this is more of a me and Josh conversation. Maybe not. <laughs> Skype after I love it. talk again. <laughs> no, I love it. So, did not intend to go this far down. The, I didn't intend to go down this road at all, let alone this far down it. But uh, so yeah. <laughs> what what's Tina, what's Tina up to these days? I, do either of us know? I don't know. <laughs> you would know better than I do, and I don't. know. All I know is in high school she was good at um, collaborating with Deppy on senior projects and rejecting me for prom. So. That's uh, the two things she was best at. I went to her, I don't remember if it was the play or the musical, she was in both, but I went to one of her performances in that and then asked her after that and got shut down and then took my yellow Ford Mustang convertible down a very hilly road and drove way too fast because I was quite upset and caught some (laughs) air and it was, it was, that was was not a good night. Was that the night you totaled? 
Total the Mustang? No, 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 no that no, wasn't no. until years oh. later. This was just reckless driving that probably should have caused me to total it, but thank the Lord I did not that night. Didn't you bring her flowers to her, the end of her performance? Yes, I brought her flowers. I'm a, I'm a chivalrous guy. Like, what do you want from me? Like, that's so what, romantic. Uh, yeah, that worked really well for me all the way up until 22. That was great. <laughs> God bless you, Marissa. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're telling me. I, yeah. It didn't click oh with many. God. But it clicked with the right one. That's all that matters. One. One. That's all you need. All you need, baby. All it takes is one. Yep. So. Did you have girl- girlfriends throughout high school, Debbie? Uh, I dated a girl sophomore year through the end of junior year and then senior year like into college. So yeah, I would say I typically had a girlfriend th- in high school. Yeah, I would concur with that analysis. <laughs> 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 Without going into too much detail, yes, yeah, I we'll, dated in high school. We'll protect the names of the innocent, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Debbie was oh, definitely a girlfriend girls. guy. Yeah, he was he was tied down. I was, you know, I was out there playing the field. And the field just rejected me. So. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play the field. The field played you. Oh, the field played me so hard. <laughs> That's oh, all right. Really. That's all right. The end game's mm. all that counts. Ed, what about, Ed, what about you? What was your high school dating experience like in a nutshell? I actually didn't. I don't think I had a... I never officially had a girlfriend in high school. Let's go. You're with me. <laughs> By choice, though, right? That was a choice of yours? <laughs> I mean... I, Wasn't no, your I, high school like eight people? Um, I was... It's complicated on Facebook <laughs> with a girl in freshman year for eight months. Um... And then I think eight I eight months. You were yeah. you were. It's complicated for eight months. Eight months. Dog, you gotta talk <laughs> to her. <laughs> <figure that. laughs> I mean, I guess that to be honest, if if I may be so be so bold, that was a uh, a foreshadowing of things to come. There were a lot of let's say well, it's complicated moments in the future. It, it was it complicated. Was, it's it was always eight, complicated. It was eight months, and then there was it was one day where like so I, I made it official. So we were official like from that night until the next morning, and then she broke up with me over AIM, and I think oh. I was heartbroken for like two mm. years after that. Oh. <laughs> AIM, my gosh. Yeah, it's tough. I had a friend that broke up with his girlfriend over Facebook. He changed Oof. his relationship status on Facebook, and that's how she found out they were no longer together. No names, but was that that's high school or college? That or was post? high school. That was high school. You know all of the participants, Josh. Uh, yeah, I won't ask for, I'm going to ask for names in post-show, because I didn't know this. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's it was brutal. Uh, it was ugly. It was ugly. That's the most high school way to end a relationship of all time, though. Like, not even a Facebook message. Just the notification that your relationship status has been changed for you. <laughs> so, it, I'll make it worse. So, we were all hanging out at someone's house and they had like a computer at the house. And some people were like watching a movie. Some people were like playing a game in like a different room. Some people were on the computer. And he was on the computer changing his relationship status while the girl was like in the other room like playing a game with some people. I want to know the initials. Sorry, right. I won't ask for I, I won't yeah, I won't ask for anything until after. I don't we gotta protect the, the innocent here. This the is initials, a phenomenal the initials give it away. Yeah, I'm yes. sure they do. There weren't that many people we hung out with. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. That's tough. High school breakups are rough. 
I'm sure they were. I've, I've heard rumors. <laughs> oh, no. You... Oh, no, Josh. Hey, I, like I said, it. we all have our own stories. We all ended up in the same place, you know. So true. I'm fine with it. It's, you know, I'm in therapy. It's fine. We'll, we'll work through that as we go. <laughs> Self-esteem issues uh, till the day I die, but I'm married and very, very happy. So it all worked out tremendously at the end. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. All right. Well, I think uh, at this point, unless anyone has any last-minute notes or uh, quick topics, did we uh, did we officially make predictions for uh, the PGA? I went with Rory. Does anyone else deputy to figure out someone tall? Brooks. Oh yeah, right. You're going Brooks. Okay. Brooks. Ami, you got. I'm going. I'm going. uh, Defending champion Mark Leishman. Back to back. I love it. All right, so uh, we'll uh, we'll check back in on those next week, along with uh, whatever else we kind of conjure up. Uh, thanks for listening to this. Um, we're a work in progress, but we are glad you're along for the ride. This has been another episode of uh, Two Beer Buzz. Let's uh, let's catch one together. Have a good night. Cheers, Gary. Cheers to Gary. <laughs>